Welcome to Mind Your Mind, a podcast presented by Dakota Family Services, an outpatient behavioral health clinic located in Minot, Bismarck, and Fargo, North Dakota. In this podcast, I will talk with our experts about understanding and nurturing our mental health and wellness. I'm your host, Tim Munson. Join me each episode as we explore the intricacies of our minds, decrease the stigma of mental illness, learn practical tips for managing our mental health and well-being, and recognize when it's time to ask for help. Join me now to Mind Your Mind. Welcome to this episode of Mind Your Mind. Our guest is Amanda Daggett. Amanda is a psychiatric mental health nurse practitioner. Amanda, it is great to have you on Mind Your Mind. Our topic is, does my child need medication? However, before we get to today's topic, there's a question I ask all of our guests, and that is, why do you do what you do? Thank you for having me. I do what I do because I like to help people. I want to make a meaningful difference in other people's lives, um, in the lives of my patients and anyone that I meet. Uh, A lot of nurses like to help. Great answer. So today's topic again is, does my child need medication? What are some signs that I should consult a medication provider for my child? If your child is having difficulty functioning, maybe they're having difficulty socializing with other children, they're having problems functioning at school, maybe in interpersonal relationships with teachers or completing their coursework, maybe they're having problems at home. So that could be outbursts or even shutting down. If you notice a change and it's hard for your child to do things, that's when it could be time to reach out to a psychiatric medication provider. So are medications safe for kids? So in psychiatric medications for children, there isn't as much research as there is for adults. There's several reasons for that. And one is probably because ethically, not a whole lot of parents want to put their children in studies and worry about, you know, is my child going to get a placebo and they're not getting the help that they need right now. In order for us to practice safely, we like to start with medications that are FDA approved. So that means that safety and efficacy have been established. But a lot of the times we do what's called off-label prescribing. And that is just because there's not as much research in pediatrics, so children and adolescents. When we do off-label prescribing, what that means is it's not FDA approved, but there is still some research and some clinical knowledge showing that these medications do tend to work for these purposes. And generally, we see that they're well tolerated. When we do that, and even when we prescribe something that is FDA approved, we have to closely monitor the child because every person is different in how they respond to medications. So we make sure that the parent and the child themselves and anybody who might interact with the child, so like teachers, other family members, are aware of what the potential side effects are and also what to look for to say, hey, this medication is working. And that's kind of how we safely prescribe. Well, it sounds like uh, communication is the key piece of that puzzle. Absolutely. Communication and observation. So how do I know which medication is right for my child? I mean, I'm going to guess there's there's quite a bit of consultation that goes into that. 
Absolutely. So how we know what medication to use, you have to do a full psychiatric diagnostic assessment. So we have to come in and see the child. Once I see a child for the first time, I get to know them really well. I go back to their birth. Um, were there any complications with their birth? What has it been like for them growing up so far? Did they meet all their developmental milestones? I ask about, you know, medical symptoms they're experiencing medical history, family history. Um, and then we go back to the symptoms that are bringing the child, you know, you're bringing your child in to see me. We go over all of those symptoms and we go through a full workup. After that, we can get a diagnosis. And based on the specific symptoms that your child is experiencing, based on what they've tried already, maybe therapy is what they need and what we should start out with based on the diagnosis or how we can anticipate the response. Sometimes we need a specific medication and that we go back to, you know, what's FDA approved? What has the most well-established safety and efficacy? But in we also work, you know, as a team with the parents, with the caregivers, with the children to just go over any options, like maybe a family member has tried something for the same um, diagnosis and it's worked really well for them. And that goes back to talking about the genetics. Um, genetics highly influence how our body responds to medications. So knowing that family history is also a piece of that. Well, I guess one of the questions I should have asked early on is we, you, know, you mentioned parents in that connection, uh, talking about medications for their child. And to hear you talk about the fact that uh, when you diagnose a child, mm -hmm. you spend time working with them and it, and it could be something as, as therapy versus medication. So as you yeah. work with parents, I'm going to guess they have more questions about what is, is the medicine the last resort or the first resort? Right. And that depends on what condition it is and the severity of the condition. So say a a child comes in and it's very severe depression and they're having some suicidal ideation, you know, that's not something that we would generally say, let's try therapy first because this is severe. Um, then we'd look at starting medications, but there's a lot of factors that go into it. Yeah, I really appreciate hearing the fact that we work with the family, we work with the child, we are trying to find out what happened to them. Absolutely. Um, one thing that I always tell patients is I work as a team with them. Like I'm here to work for them. Um, and what we decide to do for treatment is really collaborative. Amanda Daggett has been our guest on Mind Your Mind. Amanda is a psychiatric mental health nurse practitioner. Great insights into child if they need medication. Very good. Good stuff. Before we let you go, though, I always have that final question, and that is, what do you do personally to mind your mind? Great question. Um, one thing that I like to do is... I compartmentalize things. So if I'm working, if I know I'm working really hard at work, I know that I need to take some time just for myself to relax or I schedule just time for friends. Um, so if I'm working too hard in one area, I try to relax a little more in another. There's not a wrong answer to that one. It's just more important to take care of our minds. So thank you very much. Thank you for being on Mind Your Mind. Thank you for having me. 
Thank you for joining us for Mind Your Mind, a podcast presented by Dakota Family Services. For more information, links to additional resources, contact information, and much more, go to dakotafamilyservices.org.